leadership is not about titles, positions, or flowcharts. It is about one life influencing another. John C. Maxwell. Hey, neighbor, and welcome back to the neighborhood. I'm Jay Murray, and you listen to Happy Hill, the podcast, School of Leadership. Today, we're going to discuss the law of influence. You know, today in our society, influence is used in so many different platforms, whether through social media or in the boardroom. Influence is the greatest tool a leader can practice. And when you think about great influencers, there's one that comes to mind. And that is Jesus himself. You know, Jesus used the law of influence to build his team of disciples. He provided great leadership around the behaviors, the values, the authority, and the vision that you need to have as a leader to influence others. So, relax and take notes. Class is now in session. Happy of the podcast, School of Leadership. To be a leader. Leadership is a practice. It's a discipline. Means to serve. It's truly progress over perfection. Leadership to me is being able to put those around you in position to be successful. I am a leader. In order to be a good leader. Leadership means to me helping others and motivating others to reach their goals. Honest. I am a leader. Resilient. Action. I am a leader. To inspire so glad you decided to join us again for happy hill the podcast this is where we connect cultivate and build a meaningful community that is centered around health agape power institute happy hood it's a living state of mind message we blessed up and highly favored family what's good what's good what's good well this is week three of happy of the podcast school of leadership and today we're discussing the law of influence, 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 influence. You know, um, I hope these last two weeks has been very enjoyable. I hope they have really helped to kind of stir up the leader within you. As I said before, the purpose of this series is truly to continue to develop um, leaders, um, but also develop future leaders. So, you know, I hope these these uh, last episodes has been uh, enjoyable in the way that you have been able to practice them, uh, put them to practice. Let me say that and really continue to, um, develop your leadership skills. So, you know, today, um, we're talking about the law of influence. I mean, wow. Influence, influence, you know, we think about just the word itself, um, in our society today is such a buzzword. I mean, you have influencers on social media, you know, um, it's truly um, influence is has been used in a such a strategic way, you know, um, and it's it's amazing when I was kind of preparing for this, just like how much as you can say consumers in our society right? and not just our society, but in the world today, 
how much we being influenced by. You know, we are in like influence tactics are used every day. You know, you know, whether again, social media or in the boardroom, you know, uh, influence is the greatest tool a leader can practice. And if you ask me um, to be an effective leader, to be a great leader, one has to understand how to influence others, you know, and we're all are influenced by something, you know, are different things. You know, as I think about the influence that my parents had on me, the, the influence that my mentors has has on me, um, the influence that I have on my kids, the influence that I have on my mentees, um, the influence that sports and different shows has on me, even when it's very subconsciously, <laughs> you know, music. I mean, hello, somebody. <laughs> Message. You know, we're influenced by music, right? You know, something that, you know, I listen to this when I'm trying to get hype or I'm listening to this and when I'm trying to mellow out, you know, influence is so, it's all around us. It's all around us. So, you know, this episode, as I was thinking about it, is truly just going to be scratching the surface, scratching the surface around influence because, you know, as I th- thought about it and just kind of continue to meditate on it, this family may be another series. Um, and as I'm kind of creating the structure, um, for happy of the podcast, you know, each year we're going to take time, um, to really focus on different skills. And, you know, one thing right now we're focusing on leadership and we may stay here for a couple of years and really continue to build our expertise around leadership. And, you know, one, um, one thing that we may do is truly just do a series on the law of influence. You know, because as I was researching, there's so many different types of influence, you know, or different tactics around influence. That is the persuasive um, influence tactics. It's the, um, you know, quiet leadership, um, lead by example influence tactic. It is the um, motivational influence tactic. It is the compelling vision, construction and analytical um, type of influence tactics, you know, and it's just so many different ways that we are all influenced. And when we are, are, uh, are using influence and in leadership, as I said, it just makes us a more effective leader, you know, and as you know, we think about influence, there's also some not so good things about influence. As I said before, we are influenced by different um, things, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, movies and different things like that. Sometimes it can be very detrimental, you know? So that's why we have to really look at this, in my opinion, in a godly way. Um, but, you know, really look at it in a way of at the end of the day, how are we impacting others? How are we impacting others? Right? So, as I said, this is really just going to scratch the surface around influence. You know, we're going to look at three principles uh, within the law of influence. And really, they're going to be somewhat separate, but I'm going to try to kind of marry them together um, through this story that we're going to um, use to illustrate the law of influence. But truly, we can really separate them into different you know, really expound on each of these principles. So again, just scratching the surface. And um, as I said, we're going to 
illustrate the law of influence through a story about Jesus. And this is pretty much um, Jesus building his team of disciples. And um, Jesus started out with um, Simon, um, which is changed the name to Peter, uh, his brother Andrew, um, James and John. Um, so these was all uh, pretty much uh, uh, fishermen in which they were partners uh, in which Jesus uh, was using their boat to talk to a multitude of people um, and really just spread the gospel. Right. And um, so this is going to be in Luke, um, Luke five. And and let let me just say this, because I always want to provide context around what I'm reading um, in, in the Bible. Um but, you know, really, I hope this provides content, context around the content. And um, when you think about the uh, uh, the gospel and, and the New Testaments, you know, the first books in the uh, New Testaments um, are truly dedicated to the ministry of Jesus. Um, so you have uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. You know, and these are the gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And and again, family, I'm just going to be very honest. Um, I didn't really this didn't really hit home to me <laughs> to about like four or five years ago um, where I was reading the Bible. When I really started getting more and more um, uh, connected and really more deep into my relationship with God and reading the Bible that I realized like, oh, man, oh, snap, like, though, man, they the same story. Yes, they the same story, but it's based on the gospel according to Matthew, the gospel according to Mark, and so on and so on. So they're pretty much giving you their perspective, their account um, through, you know, uh, you know, people that they have talked to in which Matthew was a, a disciple. So he's kind of giving that firsthand type of um, um, perspective and, and others are kind of, you know, giving you secondhand type of perspective as they have gathered, you know, additional uh, notes from other people. Right. And, and Luke um, in, in his gospel, um, since he was, they say, because he was a f physician, he was very detailed oriented you know so he really gets into certain details within his book that that may not be in other gospels you know so just a little side note there as you read this and and hopefully again that this kind of speaks to your heart and and even just as you read the bible right and and gaining more knowledge and more expertise of how to read the bible so i wanted to provide that context to you so i, I want to start with this last verse um, that I'm going to read in, uh, again, we're going to read Luke chapter five, <clears throat> chapter five, I'm going to read verse 11, excuse me, verse one through, through 11, because this one here, if you think about why I chose this, um, verse or this particular passage to really illustrate the law of influence, it was pretty much because of verse 11, the men brought their boats to the shore. They left everything and followed Jesus. And that right there was like, man, like, how did he do that? And, 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 and it was like so many thoughts of how did Jesus influence them to leave everything and follow him? Um, what was Peter and, and, and Andrew, like what was in their mindset that what was so compelling? Let me say that, that they wanted to leave everything and follow him, you know, um, and you know, like what was like Jesus influence tactics? Like we had to kind of put this into a practice, right? Like how did he do it? Right. And, and which 
kind of leads me to my three principles uh, around the law influence. As I said before, this is just truly just going to be scratching the surface um, around um, the uh, law influence. And we're going to look at it through these three principles. And again, separate, but again, you know, as I said before, I think they really help provide a baseline. The first one is the principle of influence, excuse me, the principle of virtues. The principle of the second one is the principle of authority. And the third one is the principle of compelling vision. Again, make a mental note or write this down. Virtues, authority, compelling vision. Okay. Those are the principles there. All right. So we got the principles there. And now let's again, look at the story. And what we're going to do is again, like I said, this is going to really illustrate the law of influence and looking at the first principle principle of virtues it is defined as the sum of your beliefs and values that are manifested through your daily habits which really provides the character of your leadership and when you look at jesus his character I truly believe, again, we think about the virtues helped him to influence his uh, disciples, or in this case, helped to influence Peter, Simon, Andrew, um, James, and John. Um, it was his, his virtues, right? It was the, the, the beliefs and values that are manifested through his daily habits. And, you know, what that pretty much looks like, and we, we're going to, look at the, the scripture in a minute, but I mean, in, in essence, what do people say about you? <laughs> I mean, what do people say about you, your character, you know, and looking at this from, we're just scratching the surface from law influence and really looking at just some core foundations. And the first one is virtues. I, I think one thing we have to look at is through our daily habits, that the character that we want to, to, uh, exhibit within our leadership is really the sum of our beliefs and values. Okay. And it's pretty much what people say about you, you know, is that, yo, he's, he has a caring, you know, he's, he cares about, about the people, you know, um, he has this type of authority within his le leadership that is directive, but yet also gentle at the same time. Right. Is, is those things of just looking at your daily habits, right. That, really exhibits your values is what people become attracted to, you know, and, and this is more or less just more of that indirect influence. Right. But I think it's one of the most powerful influence that we can do today is truly have virtues, have values, you know, and it's truly the character of our leadership. Right. And the way that Jesus displayed this is that, you know, when you look at this verse from Luke five and through Luke five, um, verse one eleven, you know, the first thing that he, he does, and we'll read from the, the first uh, scripture here is that it says one day Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, um, which is also Sea of Galilee. The people were crowded around him, listened to the word of God. He saw at the water edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, 
the one belonging to Simon and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. Now, as I look at these first couple of verses here, I mean, Simon's pretty much, it had to be like, yo, just Simon just like, how do Simon know Jesus? Right. And, and, you know, what, what made Simon so willingly to just go out and like, I, yeah, I push away from, from the shore so you can teach the people. Right. And to understand that Simon had to have an understanding of Jesus character we have to kind of believe that he, he knew him and he saw him demonstrate this before. Right. And he knew that, yo, this is just pretty much his, his habit, right? This is who he is, right? This is who he is. And, you know, as I was looking at this, if we take a step back into verse in chapter four in verse 38, just, just kind of read this um, quickly is that Jesus left the synagogue and this is Luke 4, verse 30. Jesus left the synagogue and went to Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law was, was uh, very sick. She had a high fever. They asked Jesus to do something to help her. He stood, by the, he stood very close to her, ordered the sickness to go away. Then the sickness left her. She got up and began to serve them. So Jesus heals Simon's mother-in-law in the previous chapter, right? And then from there, you know, pretty much Jesus goes down and he started healing people, um, sick friends. Um, they, people brought sick friends to Jesus, um, you know, brought all these different people. And Jesus, again, he's in this area where Simon is at and he's teaching them, he's healing them. So again, when it comes to the virtues, when it comes to what Jesus was doing, it wasn't no surprise, no surprising to Simon because this is what he does. This is who, who he is. And that's why, again, we go back to the, the foundation of, of the first principle of principle of virtues is pretty much just, again, it is truly the sum of your beliefs and values that are manifested through your daily habits. And when you practice the law of fluence from the lens of the principle of virtues, it's what your daily habits are that really provide an insight to your values, right? Are you, do, do you show empathy every day? Do you have like, again, this compassion um, type of presence about yourself that really influence others around you? And that's the first way we can influence people just by the virtues that we stand for. Pretty much, you know, the second thing here is the principle of authority. Now, the principle of authority is defined as the ability to insert belief towards the act of a decision. We'll say that again. The principle of authority is defined as the ability to insert belief towards the act of a decision. What you mean by that? So when Jesus um, had pretty much finished speaking, and this is going to verse four of Luke five, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, hey, put out into the deep water and let down the next four catch. Simon said, <clears throat> I'm paraphrased like, bruh, but Simon says, master, man, we've been working hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Now, as we have just read in the previous verses that Simon then was in the process of cleaning their nets. OK, 
there was washing their nets. So they had pretty much finish up, finish their daily duty, or in this case, working, um, uh, fishing, you know, and this again, because of the time and during this time is, I guess, ancient time, the way they fish, they fish at night, you know, um, because again, fishers are not able to see the boats, not able to see the, the, um, uh, the net, so you're able to catch more and more fish. So they did this at night. So this now is coming to early morning. So Jesus, in like the crack of dawn, you know, again, um, talking to these people and asking Simon, after you done worked all night long, hey, can you um, go out a little bit more to the deep? Go out in a, in, into the deep area. Put your um, your nets down for a catch. And again, he said, when he finished speaking, he said, Simon, put out into the deep water, let down your nets for a catch. And the principle of authority within the law of influence, as I said, it is the ability to insert belief towards the act of a decision. And authority, when you think about influence, it's not this straight up lips turned up and like do it, you know, demanding type of way, <laughs> you know, authority is truly as I'm defining here is the, it's the way to really promote the belief to really stir up someone's belief towards the act of a decision. You know, the act that he was doing is was to go out into the deep end, put down his necks for a catch. Right. And it was basically just having the authority, this certainty to say, hey, do that to get a catch. And the way that we practice that, the way that may be illustrated more in, in a practical way is that. And when my daughter's learning to do black backflips, she was having a time where first she learned how to do it on the trampoline, which was very easy. And when I got, you know, we was moving and I, you know, got rid of the tra trampoline. She said, oh, my, I'm not going to be able to do any backflips. I said, yes, you can. You already know how to do it. Just continue to practice. And again, I kept telling her, do it again, do it again. As she was learning, you know, how to angle her, her body and really trust herself that, hey, you're going to fall on your hand and just kind of flip, flip back. And it was basically my authority to insert belief and say, hey, do it again. You can do it. You can do it. All right. This time, do it, do it again. All right. This time, do it this way. It was my ability to insert belief towards the act of her decision to do it again, 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 till she got it, till she was able to do it, you know? So here Jesus pretty much is saying, hey, put out to the deep water, let down the nets for a catch. And Simon said, hey, master, we've been doing this all day. I haven't caught anything, but since you said so, I'll do it. And again, it was because of the authority that Jesus was able to exhibit. It was his ability to insert belief towards the act of a decision. Decision to go into the deep, let down your net. And as they did it, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish. And this is in verse six, that their nets began to break. And they signaled their partners, hey, bro, come on, come on, come on, come on, come over here. Man. I need your help to come over and help them, you know. And that, again, shows the results from the authority that Jesus was able to display, which 
influence. Again, building up the influence to get them to, okay, all right, maybe I, I need to listen more. I know his character, and he has that authority. Now, again, this is all practicing the influence that Jesus had over um, the disciples. And then we get to the third one, compelling vision. And compelling vision is defined as the ability to speak directly to someone's why that motivate and ignite their inner desires. Now, as Jesus has pretty much done, done this, he taught from the boat. When he got finished teaching from, from the boat, he, 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 he displayed a type of authority that influenced Peter and them to trust him to let down their net after they done out been out there all night long, finished washing their nets. <laughs> I just want to make you understand that they just got finished washing their net, but to trust the authority of Jesus to say, okay, since you said, so I'll go ahead and let down my net. And now we think about how to practice the law of influence. As I said before, these are somewhat separate, but again, I think each of them allow us to really be, as we use these principles, we can be a more effective leader in influencing others. Okay. They may not always happen in this chronological way, but if we use these different principles, we can influence others. And the last one is compelling vision, providing a compelling vision. It is again, defined as the ability to speak directly to someone's why that motivate and ignite their inner desires. Now, this one's again, as they did what Jesus told them to do, and it's going to verse, um, uh, we now going to jump to verse eight and nine. The fishermen were all amazed at the many fish they caught. When Simon saw, saw this, he bowed down before Jesus and said, Hey, go away. I'm a sinner. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, go away. I'm a, I'm a sinful man. Jesus, James, and John, the sons of Zebedee, were amazed too. They worked together with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, your work will be to bring in people, not fish. Or in this case, another uh, way that is read is that Jesus said that you will be fishermen of men. And here's now, as Jesus said that, they pulled their boats up to the shore, left everything, and followed him. When you're able to provide a compelling vision and able to tap into that why, to someone's why, that motivates and ignites their innermost desires. Now, in the scripture, again, we can somewhat imply that they had a desire for fishing because they was fishermen. Um, This was their business. This was their livelihood. Okay. And they must also had to had another desire when it came to just either wanted to do more I wanted to have more of an impact in the world. Now, at I can put this 
the reason why I say that is because Jesus pretty much is in a fishing village. Okay. And at this time, if you was a fisherman, and again, this is somewhat of a blue collar type of work. Okay. Because if you wasn't fishing, you was pretty much more, a more prestigious type of work would be to study with the rabbis. Okay. But here you are, you're a working class individual. Okay. And it had to be something there that they really believed that they could impact the world or that they was here placed on this world for a much greater impact, you know, and for Jesus to give them this compelling vision that, Hey, you will now become fishermen of man. They was bought into that. And when I think about this and seeing this demonstrated and think about the great influencers over my life, again, I can't help but to think about my father, my mother, uh, my father, uh, Bishop Ronald Murray, um, that led a church. Uh, he's now retired, but I remember him um, providing this compelling vision to us um, when he led uh, this, this, uh, when he led um, uh, this particular church at this time. And I remember, and I still remember to this day, we will be a Christ centered church reaching people of all economic levels, bringing restoration to their broken homes and broken marriages and raising an army of disciples that will impact the world. He called it the three R's. It was reach, restore, raise. And that, as he did that, right? And again, I was in high school at the time, but I remember being motivated by that vision. I was, I was remember being motivated by the way that he articulated that vision to the church as we was just starting out in, in this, in, in this church. And I truly believe because of my father ability to speak directly to someone's why and motivate and ignite the inner most desires, he was able to send a team to Africa ministry he was able to send a team to Haiti you know he was able to really uh, impact the community that we were in at that time because people was bought into the vision you know so again when you think about compelling vision it's the ability you know and this is where the, the art meets the science right because you can do this in so many different ways but I think when we're able to really speak directly and this is as leaders as we influence others it is truly the impact that we're going to have is our ability to speak directly to their why and at times is understanding their their why but once we're able to speak directly to their why then we're able to motivate and inspire their inner desires their inner desires and ladies and gentlemen that is how you practice the law of influence. Again, looking at these different principles, but through these different principles, we're able to utilize these tactics to influence others. The principle of virtues, a 
again, that is defined as the sum of our beliefs and values that are manifested through our daily habits. Authority. Authority is defined as the ability to insert our belief towards the act of a decision. And then lastly, compelling vision, the ability to speak directly to someone's why that motivate and ignite their inner desires. Family, I hope again this has been enjoyable. Um, hope this speaks to the, the leader in you. Till next time, as always, love God, love self, love your neighbor.